I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of plants for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. You need the gift of the gab in this business. Yeah, I think I perhaps may have it. I hope I do. And later on, I'll be joined by a master I consider to be a modern-day market trader. He's the resident gardening expert for QVC, Richard Jackson. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast. Weather is proving a real frustration for gardeners. Oh, goodness, you know, the winter was fairly mild and then we had snow and it went really cold and wet. And then there was that weekend with absolutely scorching temperatures and then back cold again. Uh, And then this week, gale force winds and driving rain, it thrashed flowering trees and new growth on uh, all kinds of shrubs and trees across the countryside. You know, as you rode about, uh, the roadside was... Well, pretty well littered with shredded young leaves. It's not just the the weather, too, that I found frustrating. On television last week, I saw a piece on allotments with the presenter plunging their hands into raw manure heaped on thick cardboard over intractable clay. I couldn't believe my eyes. I just hope that no-one follows that uh, bit of tuition. We have something like uh, 24... Uh, new plant introductions on our exhibit at the Chelsea Flower Show in uh, two or three weeks' time. Uh, And one that I think is an amazing introduction and a very useful introduction is the Imara Busy Lizzie. You know, we've had uh, terrible problems with Busy Lizzie. must be, what, six, seven years ago when Downy Mildew pretty well wiped out all of the bedding across the country. Well, now Syngenta have uh, introduced a resistant strain of Busy Lizzie. Let's say it's called Imara, I-M-A-R-A, Imara Busy Lizzie, and it goes on sale at B&Q this month. I've seen the trials last summer, and it really is quite remarkable. The older varieties that we used to grow were absolutely wiped out when the weather went damp and rainy, whereas Imara Busy Lizzie just carried on growing and flowering. So if you like that very popular bedding plant, it's great, grows in semi-shade and full sun, then watch out for Imara, available from B&Q. The latest research on storing ripe tomatoes begins to explain why flavour is lost when fruit is put in the fridge. You know, if you're buying tomatoes, whatever you do, never put them in the fridge. There is some recovery when they're brought out and get warm again, but it never fully regains that uh, fresh flavour. And apparently there's a good chemical explanation for uh, why this happens. There are all kinds of things happening technically in our industry. 
a Taiwanese company is planning to spend £18 million in York on a vertical farming facility. You know, with LED lighting now, we don't need to worry about uh, growing on the flat. Uh, you can just have stuff, uh, well, as high as the structure will carry it. Boy, how our industry's changing. Uh, but back to basics... I spent uh, half a day last weekend digging an allotment uh, near the university in Reading. A number of the plot holders had been dispossessed because they cut out the road banking and completely rebuilt what must be, I suppose, a 20-foot banking to that road. But what I don't understand is that now it's all reinstated, there are a lot of empty plots. So come on, you people in Reading... There must be a few of you, some really nice plots, good land there. It's all been cultivated, and so all you've got to do is to uh, scuffle over the top and get some stuff planted. I had a really good two or three hours digging an allotment there. Uh, There were a couple more of us. Uh, One good allotment here was doing their stuff, cutting the grass paths. But, you know, out in the fresh air, growing a bit of veg, that's what we need to be doing. Oh, and last week... I did mention lily beetles being a bit of a problem. And and when that weather went hot, boy, did they get on the wing. I was picking off up to 10 to 20 a day off uh, some of my lilies. Uh, And so we've done a little video just so you can see the damage they cause. And that's the quickest way to identify that they're present. Uh, And we also show you uh, what the little beetle looks like so you can catch it. And I had the first good cut of asparagus last week. In high temperatures, it really needs cutting twice a day. I mean, I couldn't believe how fast it grows. But there are problems. You know, I had a nice row of peas sown, must have been three, four weeks ago, all germinating. And then I noticed those telltale inverted cone holes down the row and a few little yellow shoots lying about. A blooming mouse has found them and is working its way down the row, just chewing those all off. Boy, it does make me cross. And I'll have to sow a few more seeds alongside to make up the gaps. Sow every fortnight through to the end of this month or into June. And then you'll have a succession of really good fresh peas to eat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, my guest today is a very long-standing, well, I'd like to call him friend, uh, Richard Jackson. 
been in the nursery trade, the garden centre trade, and of course, I would think probably one of the most watched of the TV gardeners on QVC. Richard, good morning to you. Morning, Peter. Now, how are things with you? Oh, they're great, thank you. I mean, as you know, it's been a, quite a tricky winter and, and quite a long, cold, and wet spring, but the weather has cheered up and everything's growing beautifully in the garden, so I find it a really exciting time of year, this. So you know, I was out in the garden planting up my... Actually, I bought some uh, seeds from the sun, uh, your sweet pea offer with fodergirls in the autumn, so I was planting oh, those on, plants now. out um, keep, keep, keep flattering us, you know, we want that flattery. <laughs> well, it's true. I, it was an amazing offer, Peter. I don't know how you twisted their arms on it, but, you know, these different varieties of super-scented sweet peas, and it was great. So I bought it, planted them in the autumn, sowed the seeds in the autumn, planted them out yesterday, and it was just a joy being in the garden. I love this time of year. Won't be long before you're picking those, will it? Yeah. No, well, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Uh, Richard, can we just go back to the beginning a bit? Mm. Because, uh, I mean, you started in the industry working with one of the big nursery companies, didn't you? Well, it's it, it, interesting. I, I actually got into gardening when I was eight, growing strawberries with my granddad. Then I grew a lot of plants when I was nine and ten, and I, I, I basically sold them to family and friends to raise a bit of pocket money to buy a greenhouse. And I loved my gardening at that stage. And then during my teens, I moved away from it. Um, but I went off to university and did something. Uh, I did ecology, in fact. And interestingly enough, I then, because I was at Southampton, I, I, on the notice board, there was a, a, a job offer for um, Hilliers of Winchester, one of the, then the biggest nursery in the world for trees and shrubs. And I thought, oh, I'm not sure if that's right for me. So I went off and worked in the bank for about six weeks, hated it, rang up Hilliers and said, look, is that job still available? And they said yes. And that changed my life because I started working for Hilliers down in, uh, in Romsey, and it was fantastic. I was part of a group of students from around the world, and we were called the Mobile Gang. And we lived in Brentree Hostel, which was just opposite the Arboretum, and Roy Lancaster was the Arboretum arboretum curator at the time and we used to work to, during the day as a group of youngsters and we're doing anything from digging trees for local authority orders to planting i remember planting berberis one easter sunday you know hanging off the end of a tractor putting berberis plants into this into the furrows but we had an amazing time and having roy lancaster as the curator of the arboretum he used to take us on private tours around and i loved plants before but roy lancaster turned me you know into a real passionate enthusiast he 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 showed me the the real magic and excitement of plants and that changed my life aren't, aren't these mentors so important oh, to us boy. you know because it yeah. it was i was so lucky to be there at that time and roy was amazing i can remember once he was taking a group of school children around the arboretum and i happened to be in there at the time and, and he said, um, follow me. And he suddenly disappeared. And he was in the bamboo. And he said, now this is what the animals do in the jungles. And they hide in bamboos. And said, now if you're a koala. And then there he was. He, he was shimmying up a eucalyptus tree. And the kids absolutely loved it. So he's a guy who, who, who was appealing to all sort of generations. So the kids were getting excited about gardening and plants. And for the sort of the, the older you know, the sort of people in their teens, and, and I was in my 20s at the time, he, he, he sort of transformed my life. And, yeah, it made all the difference to me. 
But then, of course, you went into the retail business, um, and so you would have had several years coping with uh, gardening customers, and, and that's very <laughs> useful too, isn't it? Uh, yes, uh, I, um, I actually worked for um, a company called Fison's that you'll know well for a while, and I was deputy in charge of grow bags at the time. They were a relatively new idea. So I did a bit of marketing um, working for, for Fison's, and then I went and worked for... Uh, not cuts, and an amazing person called Stuart Veach, who was in charge of the garden centres at the time. And my role was to to run the, the plant side of the garden centres. And I loved it, and I worked in the garden centre at the time. And that's when you, you're at the cutting edge then. People come in, they talk about the plants they want for their particular gardens, but also wider issues. You, know, you, you suddenly realise that you know, there are pests beginning to develop and, and, and in, uh, you know, people are getting problems with those. So you learn so quickly. And you also learn the importance of customer service. And that was one of the key things when I developed other garden centres that I was keen that, that our team working with us were, were, were really as helpful and as positive and enthusiastic as they could be. Because customer service, helping gardeners, was the, the, the way forward, I felt. Richard, that's one hell of an experience, isn't it? When when you uh, look at it as a young person go, going to those two really big and uh, very important nursery companies, and, yeah. and then having well, having the support uh, and experience of dealing with gardeners, amazing. Oh well, Peter, it's, I I was so fortunate. I mentioned Roy Lancaster at, at Hilliers, and there was Robert Hillier, and there was John Hillier, and they were so supportive. And, and Brian Humphreys, who was in charge of the, the the nursery at the time, so some wonderful people, and David Clark. But then when I got to uh, Notcuts, there was, obviously there was Charles Notcut there, but there, you know, he was the head of the company, who was amazing. But also there were people. There was a gentleman called Arthur Borrett, who who was one of the advisors at uh, Notcuts. And Mr. Barrett he was an amazing was. guy, full Didn't of knowledge, of, of, of real character. But, you know, he used to invite me and some others home, and he would talk about plants. And, and we'd, it, it was an amazing opportunity. But, but Richard, wasn't Mr. Barrett an organist? Yes, he was. <laughs> and not the best cook, I understand. Oh, when, Peter, <laughs> I went there once, and I, I, he cooked a, 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 a sort of surprising meal but we arrived there it was me and I think one other I think it was actually David Dominey because David Dominey was I was a mentor to David Dominey at Notcuts and um, we arrived there and, and Arthur opened the door and said oh please you know, don't mind the smell and he, he said I've just been bringing some manure in and some of it's dropped on the carpet on the way through <laughs> so that's the start of it and then he, he cooked this slightly surprising sort of um, uh, meal but it came to the rice pudding and, and uh, he said now there's something very surprising my rice pudding and so I, I dipped my spoon in and took this great big lump of rice pudding out and then there was this, this sort of chocolate thing at the bottom he said I put chocolate digestives at the bottom of my rice pudding <laughs> <laughs> it tasted revolting Peter but can, you know I can it was well, very kind of him to make it <laughs> I can well imagine but I can see in my mind's eye you know that rotund character yes. Mr <laughs> Barrett yes now, but let's bring you a bit more up to date because uh, you're just celebrating 10 years on QVC, uh, aren't well, you? Actually, 20 years, Peter. Oh, 20 years? 20 years. It can't be. You're not it, that oh, old. It's extraordinary. I, I started off, I, I was actually doing some broadcasting. I, I was um, doing Going Live with Philip Schofield and Sarah Green. And I was the, the gardener uh, in charge of the Gophers Garden, 
uh, Philip Schofield Gordon, the Gophers Garden, and somebody spotted me doing that, and, and they said, we're, we're setting up this, um, this new shopping channel in, in the UK, and would you be interested in talking about gardening on it? And I said, well, I, I don't know. And lots of people advised me not to go anywhere near it because they said, you know, it wouldn't be any good for my reputation <laughs> getting onto a shopping channel. And someone else said, well, it's live television, so why not have a go? And I said, well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the more people I can talk to about gardening, the better. So I'd, let's give it a try. And it was very American to begin with and, and pretty hard selling. And to begin with, with gardening, we, we just had a few garden tools. And so I'd be talking for about 10 minutes about the benefits of a trowel or a fork without being able to demonstrate it. And, and I found it interesting but challenging, and I thought we could do more. So after a while, I talked to QVC and said, well, can we start to introduce plants? And they said, well, if we can find a way to dispatch them directly from the nursery, let's do that. And I got in touch with Thompson Morgan, and they eventually came on to QVC. And then it got really interesting because we were selling plants, we were selling products, we were getting lots of people into gardening because we have a bit of time to pass on tips and ideas. And that's when I really began to enjoy QVC gardening. And it's sort of built and built ever since. Now, Richard, would it be fair to compare um, television shopping channels and, and QVC as really um, a modern-day market trader? <laughs> I used to spend Peter, hours... I've seen as that's a, what you've written about it before. So yeah, that, I that used to, well, I used to spend hours quite... as a schoolboy at Chelmsford Market, <laughs> and I was absolutely <laughs> enchanted by these people who would build a crowd... Yes. Um, and whatever product it was, you yeah. know, would, I don't know, get enthusiasm for it. Yeah. And you had to be quick because they were going to sell out and all those <laughs> kinds of things. Um, but, but now... To a certain extent, is, it is that. But what it, it, it sort of... What I love is the fact that you can talk for five minutes about a plant. You can say, now, you might not have noticed this plant in the garden center because it's, you know, basically, it, it, this is just, I, uh, it could be a bare root or it could be one that's sort of just green with a good root system. But what it's going to turn into is something really exciting. Now, in a way, when I worked in a garden center, I'd be talking to individual customers and saying, it's an amazing plant because... Um, well, I'm trying to think of some of the plants we had that last weekend. Oh, we had some of David Curley's amazing um, scented begonias, his citrus-scented begonias on. And, and so I could be talking to people, one person at the garden centre saying, this plant is amazing because it flowers all summer long. It's got beautiful flowers. It grows in sun. It grows in shade. But it's got this citrus fragrance as well. So in a garden centre, I could talk to one person. But on QVC, I could be talking to tens of thousands of people at one time. And that's really exciting. So in a way, it's, 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 it's extending what we did in the garden centre to, to lots more people at the same time. And, of course, the response um, is unpredictable, isn't it? I, I believe that, you, you know, you sometimes do what are called 24-hour sessions. That's right. And yeah. I seem to remember Raymond Everson. We're, we're mentioning some great names in horticulture here yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, today. Uh, he introduced some new compact patio clematis, yeah. and you sold enormous numbers in, in just uh, one day. Well, I, 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 well, yes, we can, and it's wonderful because there are lots of people watching QVC and thinking, well, I like the sound of that plant, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it. I mean... One of the beauties, and, and we did it with um, Fabina Seabrook's Lavender, um, it was selling, it was launched, I think, at Chelsea, um, 
and it was going to be sold in the garden centers as big plants, two-liter plants. But we actually were able to get plug-sized plants, the smaller ones, which we sold on QVC, and I, I, you came on at the time to talk about it, and we sold big quantities of that plant because we were telling people about the plant, we were publicizing it, and so it was working for the whole industry that we were sort of promoting a plant that was going to be in the garden centers in bigger sizes, but on QVC we had the smaller sizes so we could offer uh, more plants for, you know, for your money as such, but you had to grow them on. And I, we can sell tens of thousands. I mean, remember, once we had a super poppy, and there's a lady called Sandy Worth down in, in Hampshire, um, who'd sold as one litre big-sized plant or two-litre pots. I think she sold four or 5,000 in a year. In one day on QVC, we sold as plug plants, small plants, we sold 100,000 in one day. Amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I think it's remarkable that you know, you're able to connect comfortably with all those people just sitting at home, perhaps just dropping in casually to your program and firing their enthusiasm and, and some stunning plants. I mean, oh. uh, recently I saw you with uh, rhododendrons, yeah. really good, beautiful, well-budded plants. Yeah. You can tell people what compost to put them in, how to yeah. treat them and give them virtually one-to-one uh, advice, uh, although as you say, by the 100,000. And, and, and that I love, that we can give some information, we can help people. And people can ring in, quite often they ring in and speak to the, uh, to the uh, call centre and say, I wasn't quite clear about what to do with this plant, whether it takes sun, whether it takes shade. And within the one-hour show, we can go back to that and say, oh, uh, Mary rang up and, and wasn't quite clear what aspect to put that plant in, where to put it. And we can answer that live on air. So I always like to think in a way... Although, you know, it's predominantly we are talking about selling plants, we're selling garden goods and, and garden ornaments, but I'd like to think there is an opportunity for a, a, li- a live gardener's question time within each of the shows. And you need the kind of experience that you have to be able to do that, don't you? To take questions well, from anybody on any subject. Well, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been a gardener for over 50 years and I just love it and I'm still learning, Peter, and that's what I really enjoy about gardening. But there are, there are always questions which, um, yeah, there are frequent questions, like, can I grow a plant in sun or shade, or I've got a lot of conifers, what can I grow near them? Um, my, my, the grass is, is looking patchy at the moment, how do I deal with that? So the, the day-to-day gardening questions, and most of those, because I'm a self-taught gardener, most of those I've, I've come across myself, and I, I've sort of solved with, with the help of others or you know, through trial and error. Uh, but then you always get the, uh, the odd question coming out of the blue and you think, I don't know that one. And you go and research it. Whereas in the past, I used to, in the garden centre, I used to go out and refer- get my reference books out. But now I can just Google the answer and, and get back to the customer later and say, I found the answer. I, I, I've got a certain amount of experience. I love talking about plants and gardening, but I still have to Google things from time to time. <laughs> uh, well, if you do Google things, it's useful to have the experience because you can cross-check the answers, oh, can't you? You know, you can't Peter, Google and take everything as 100% no, these days. you're quite right. It amazes me sometimes how bad the advice is. Yeah. And it's wrong, <laughs> and I know it's wrong. Yes. Richard, if people want to tune in to you, if uh, they're one of the tiny minority that don't know where QVC is, where do they find you on the... Uh... Um, well, uh, basically, it's on Freeview Channel 16 or Sky Channel 650. 
So 16 or 650. Yes. And, and you're on most Sunday mornings, aren't you? I'm on most Saturday and Sunday mornings. We normally have a two-hour show on a Saturday and a two-hour show on a Sunday. And uh, for the May Bank holiday weekend, we actually have a whole day of gardening. So I think we've got 24 hours of gardening. So we have a launch at midnight, and it's extraordinary the number of gardeners who actually are, are watching at midnight. And then we have a few repeat shows from... Um, from one o'clock in the morning through to nine, and then we have non-stop live gardening shows until midnight again. So it's 24 hours of gardening on QVC. That's unbelievably demanding, Richard. Well, live television. You, Peter, if I, I, you I, must I, be it, exhausted. It, it does get very tiring. When I do a midnight launch and I finish at one o'clock, I go to bed. I don't always sleep that well. You have that adrenaline buzz as such. And then I'm back on air for three or four hours at nine o'clock in the morning, and that's live. And, and um, yes, you rely on your adrenaline, but also you rely on your enthusiasm and your passion for gardening. That drives me on. And I just love it. I love doing it. Richard, thanks very much for joining us today. I think you've got a very special tool coming up in the autumn, and so I might be uh, giving you another ring. <laughs> We, we can't say any more today, can we? Thank you very much, Peter. Thank and you. Uh, look forward to talking to you again. What's on? Well, the 5th of May, the Temperate House at Kew opens after a big lot of money's been spent renovating it and uh, it's been closed for a good few years, so that could be a nice day out. I mean, the trees in Kew will look magnificent at this time of year. And for those further afield, it's the RHS Malvern Show from the 10th to 13th. You know, we had Rob Hardy on the programme last week, so if you've got to Malvern, watch out for him and see what plants he's got on his display. My thought for the week was a, a verse I saw in a Robert Frost uh, poem, A Prayer in Spring. Oh, give us pleasure in the flowers today. And give us not to think so far away as the uncertain harvest. Keep us here, all simply in the springing of the year. So I very much uh, hope you enjoy the springing of the year. You know, gardens certainly do sparkle with new growth now. And with luck, we'll have some sensible weather from now on. Thanks again to our sponsor, Sutton Seeds of Torquay. And thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.